heard me. You heard me. Welcome to You Heard Me The First Time Podcast. My name is Minnie. I'm Nikki Nicole. And Lizzie. And welcome to another episode. Yes, it's a new week. It's raining in Florida right now. Like, it's either hot or raining. So you heard me the first time. Unfortunately, we just lost another rapper, father, Black man, PNB Rock, lost his life to gun violence. And I feel like every other week, we're sending our condolences to another person. A young like, person. That. Another young person. He's 30 years old, you know, making a living for him and his family. And his life is taken over something so... Minute. Minute. You know what I'm saying? And so you heard me the first time, like, stop going out in these streets and killing our Black men, people that look for, look like you for no reason at all. No reason. Like, if you're, if you're looking to rob or come up, why do you have to take the person's life? Like, death is so final. It's like, death, once you take somebody's life away, you can regret it, but you can't bring that person back to life like death is like it's final yeah it's like i'm tired i think we're all tired sending our condolences or saying this needs to stop i I don't know the answers but i know i was hearing on the radio and people was like you know more jobs need to be available in these areas that that doesn't that doesn't take the excuse of these black men coming out here and looking for a come up and taking people's life is not an excuse. Right. It's not an excuse. And saying like we need to make more jobs available, it's not even that. Even if there's more jobs available, they don't want to work. They want yeah. fast money. They want absolute money or whatever. They want to come up as quickly and easy as possible. That's why there's so much fraud. There's so much robbery. There's, that's why all the, like, you know, that's where there's strippers and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, nobody want to work hard. They just want a quick come up or whatever. And like they glorify social media. You know, they see these rappers with their chains and all this money flash. They glorify that lifestyle and they want to be able to live that lifestyle, but without working hard. Absolutely. And I think you made a, a good point because there has been video of PNB Rock. He was in jail. There was another video that's now going viral where he said two years ago, I didn't have anything. I, I had nothing, but you grind legally. You don't have to take somebody's life and you you work towards you want and you do it the correct way, but taking somebody's life. And now you can't even sell that jewelry. Who's going to who's gonna who buy that jewelry with a high case murder? What, what you going to do with it? Attached to it. Oh, like, it's, it's, it's so sad. It's very devastating. Like condolences to him and his family, his children. Like he had two kids. And yeah. it's just like these two beautiful kids are being raised without a father. Like, just yeah. stop. Like it has it, it has to stop at some. Point. It has to stop. Yeah. So let let's talk about it. Um, E L E Chapel. It's it's N L E. Bro, I felt old because I don't know these new rappers. She's talking about E L E, and you knew she knew she was saying it wrong. And she was like E L E, like, am I right? <laughs> oh, 
And so that, that rapper, that rapper. That rapper though. <laughs> so him and his current girlfriend, well, his ex-girlfriend now, they done broke up, child. So he's a 19-year-old rapper and she's 26 or 27. Um, and they broke up and she is devastated. And she put out a press release on Instagram Live telling people that she is sad and she can't move on. And heartbreak is nothing to play with. I understand, you know, it's not. But from what he's saying is he entered the relationship letting her know that he does not want to be monogamous. He wants to be able to have her at home. And he also wants to be able to do his stuff on the side. He was not looking for a monogamous relationship. But as the relationship grew, she caught feelings and she didn't want him to do that anymore. Minnie, what is your thoughts on it? First of all, like, like you said, heartbreak is nothing to play with. Like, I feel so bad. Like, yeah, I'm heartbroken before. So I know how it's like, it'd be to the point where you Googling, how do you get over a heartbreak? Like, it'd be watching YouTube videos, watching inspirational videos. Like, okay, if she can get through it, I can get through it. So I know the feeling and I know what she's going through. But I just have to say this. I cannot record myself crying and post it. I just can't. I cannot. I don't care how heartbroken I am. I don't care how heartbroken, how sad I am. Because, like, can you just imagine, like, wait, I wasn't crying hard enough. Let me re-record. <laughs> I just cannot. But I truly, I truly feel bad for her. And it's just, like, it's like what we always say. Do not ignore those signs. Like, men do sometimes. T- there's some men that don't tell you who string you along. But there's men who tell you, like, this is what. I want and this is what I'm looking for or whatever and it's just like she probably like um hear those things but his actions was probably showing her something different so she yeah. probably, so she probably thought like okay it may not be what he you know originally said it may just be us two or whatever further into the relationship he started doing his thing saying that you know doing what he said he would do so it's just like I, I would never blame her for falling in love because you can't help who you fall in love with like you know that's who she decides to fall in love with but it's just like we have to like not ignore those signs when the guys not even the signs what he told you what he told yeah Yeah, told you like you know he told you what he was expecting and if that's something that you knew you would not be able to and you know honestly probably at first she probably was thinking like, okay, well, I'm I'm not about to take this nigga serious or whatever. He only nineteen. He only nineteen. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm but here eighteen for- at the time. They've been together for a year. She probably like, I'm only here for a good time, and then whoop, here you go in love. Now you heartbroken. So now you fucked up. Oh, yeah. I feel bad. I feel bad because I know how that. I know how that heartache is. I know. I guess, I guess for me, I, I would say, um, I guess, of course, I, I feel, you know, I have sympathy for her, but this I like get played in pieces, get played in pieces. No, not, not, not even get played in peace, but I have sympathy for her, but I can't not like think about if it was the opposite way around. If mm. it was, if it was a almost 30 year old man on his Instagram crying over a 19 year old. I don't think we'll be taking this so like ha 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 kiki ki. Um, I think we will probably have an issue with it. So I I, I guess I'm kind of debating like should I have sympathy for her or should I not? Because at the end of the day, you cannot possibly tell me as a and, and true enough, she's you know, 
whatever age, you know, 27, almost 30, still a, a, a young age or whatnot. But you can't tell me realistically, what could you compare to a night? Like, she needed to grow the fuck up. I'm sorry. Like, from the get-go, she should have grew the fuck up. Like, as a grown-ass woman, why would you even think it's okay to even start a serious relationship with a 19-year-old? And then why would you even sit there and want to take away a 19-year-old's whole life? Like, why would you even think it's okay as a grown woman to be like, okay, yeah, I want this man to settle down. And this is, I think we would really have an issue if this was a male doing this to a woman. So I would I, just say that. I could agree. I, I can definitely agree. But not, you know, just to come to her defense a little bit, I feel like sometimes when people are in the industry or they have an actual career, they do mature and that, faster than the, the average 19 year old a regular 19 year old they just you know almost graduated um high school they're in their first year of college here is a man that he's at 19 he's a multi-millionaire he does have children so now he's a father so he's not the average 19 year old and he may and he be maybe a lot mature than his age and I'm sure, and don't get me wrong, I, I don't want to take that away from him. I'm sure he, I'm sure he, you cannot compare him to a regular 19-year-old. I completely understand that. But at the end of the day, that's still a 19-year-old. Like, don't, mat don't matter what success he has reached, his mindset is still the mindset of a 19-year-old. You should want someone to live there. You, you should, if you really love someone, you should want them to live that part of their life like literally he has lived he has not lived his life at all so i just like i said for me i just thought if it was a man it would have been completely different so i'm kind of like no i'm not forgiving her a pass on this one so so let so let's talk about it double standards right since you brought it up there are cases where we see it a lot there is a lot of older men that likes younger women or date younger women but you know and, you know, sometimes they're shunned upon or sometimes it's normalized. Like it's normal for a 50 year old man, P. Diddy, to be with a, a woman in her 20s, you know, young Miami. Um, young Miami. But if it was switched around, well, you know, they put a label on us, a cougar and da da da. And me and many, we joke about it all the time. But, you know, when we get up there, I won't be a little, you know, a little. Yeah, if I'm not married by the age of 50, I'm not dating a 50 year old. I am, I'm dating like a 30 year old. I'm, I'm gonna be a cougar. Like, I'm so serious. I will be a cougar. Like, but you know what I think? I feel like is, okay. I feel like it's at what age it is, right? So mm -hmm. a 20, a 30 year old dating an 18, 19 year old. That's like kind of crazy. But if you if you 50 and you dating like a 25, 26, 27, it it's okay because like their maturity level at that time is well should be different or whatever. So I feel like it's at what age are you you're having that major dating gap? That's how I see it. Like I don't see a problem of an older man dating a younger woman, but is at what age are you doing this? Because if you're 30. And you dating a uh, 18, you know, 19 year old or whatever, automatically I'm thinking you're taking advantage of that young lady because she is so young or whatever, you know? So I just feel like that, at what age you're doing it? I, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think because once again, his age is so young, like to me, it's like, that's, it don't make sense to me. Like y'all go out, he technically can't even drink. No, like, he really can't. I didn't even think about ooh, that. I didn't even think about that. What like what what could what could what could y'all really, really like 
I'm sorry. Don't matter what success somebody has reached. What could you really relate to with a 19 year old? Like, I don't, and I, I don't want to take credit away from her, but it's giving me like opportunists. And now her opportunity has ended and now she's heartbroken because her opportunity has ended, not because she was actually, and like I said, I could be, I could be completely wrong, but not because she's actually ended a relationship with a 19 year old, because in my mind, I cannot fathom what could you and a 19 year old really have to relate about? Like, how could y'all really get that intellectual where you're planning your whole entire life when you could really think like, okay, this is the person I'm going to live the rest of my life. Like, I don't yeah. know. The math, not no, math. No, no, he got that being in the Okay, you, you know, he, he, his age is 19, but that dick is 25. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's very, but I do think it does get better if, once again, if the person is at an age where they have lived some type, they have lived some yeah. type, because now they're able to make more of a rational decision. It kind of comes off as, if you're dating somebody that young or somebody that, um, that naive it, it automatically comes off as you're trying to take advantage of that person compared to if you're dating somebody in their mid to late 20s or 30s now you kind of expect that person to make better decisions in their life okay. that, is, that is true that is true so lizzie what double standards do you agree with in like a relationship because we know there are double standards like uh, a man do you care about a man's body count in a relationship are you like if for whatever I, I ain't asking, but for whatever reason, if he gives you that information, are you looking at him crazy or you know it doesn't matter? It's in his past. I I guess I'm gonna get on my little city girl shit. I guess the double standard that I would say like I'm okay with is men being the provider. Like I am a okay with God, please bless me with a rich nigga. That's it. Like. I'm praying for that every night. Bless me with a rich nigga that got some sense. Period. And I'm good. Yeah, you gotta so, add it got some sense with it. Hello. <laughs> you gotta add that part. You gotta <laughs> add a whole sentence that with that. That ain't got no sense. So I, I was, I would say that like, I like the double standard of a man being a provider and a woman supposed to just, you know, be the one to kind of like care for the home or whatnot. That double so standard. That's why I have a problem right there. I have a problem with that, right? Because that's the double standard I would like to erase. I would like to erase the double standard that was created generation upon generation, what a woman should be doing. Like a woman should be cooking, cleaning, helping kids with their homework. Like, you know, whole, like I hate that double standard because the reason why I hate it so much, because now that women are taking on another role as far as being the boss in the relationship, or, you know, they're, they're working and they're making a lot more money than men. These men can't take it. Their ego get the best of them and whatever. Now we're labeled as too independent. And now they don't want to date someone who makes more than them. Or they don't want to date someone who's out there working. They want to date someone who's just staying home. Because now we have this bad label. Because now, now that we don't want to cook, clean, and do all that. Like, mm. I hate that. I hate that. So, so would you date a man that you made a significantly, a significant amount more than like? I will. I will date a man that I made. Well, when you say, when you put the emphasis on significant. Yeah, significant. Like if you, if you were doing really, really well, let's say if you were making $200,000 a year, right? And his salary was 55000 a year. Are you... I can do it, right? The reason why okay. is how how 
although he's making fifty thousand, how is he with his fifty thousand dollars a year, right? Because although I'm making, although I'm making two hundred thousand, am I even being responsible with my two hundred thousand? Do I have money saved in my bank or whatever? Because you could be making two hundred thousand, but you can still be dead broke because you have much, so much debt, or you don't know how to handle money. But yet he's making fifty thousand, but he have fifty thousand plus saved in his bank account, and he know how to handle his money and flip his money, invest into it. So I will. But it depends on how he's working at fifty thousand dollars a year. So if you're making that much more than him, how are? Could you say you don't like the double standards of you know, women have to do this and the house this? Like you don't want that to be a title that's automatically given to women just because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I feel like sometimes depending on who makes the more money, that's who's supposed to be doing the house chores. I think sometimes it it comes down to that because you're taking, if you're making that much more money, you're probably doing more financially. Right. It can, but I can just, I can speak for my relationship, right? Like, and I'm going to just be honest, right? Although I say I hate that double standard, I live by it. Like, although I hate it, I live by it. Like I live by working, like, you know, cooking, cleaning, doing laundry or whatever. But in my relationship, I don't have to. Like, if I'm tired and I don't want to cook or whatever, he will figure something out for us to eat. Either he's going to try to put something together or buy food. If I don't feel like doing laundry or folding the clothes, he would do it. So although that is, like, a standard that I live by, I know I don't have to do it because mm-hmm. the moment that I don't want to, he will he will pick you it have up. a partner that's going to pick it up. Yeah, I have a partner who will pick it up, and, you know, and he will do his best. Um, to, and of course, I'm a woman, so I do it better. But, you know, if I'm tired and I don't want to help my daughter with my, her homework, he will help her with her homework. So it's just like at the end of the day, it's, it's based on the type of relationship you're running. Because some people's relationship look different. Some people, like you say, Nikki, you feel like if I'm making more, now my partner has to be doing more in the house. But that's how you see it. I feel like in my relationship, like, there's no gender role. You know, there's, well, there's certain things, there's certain shit I just won't do or whatever. <laughs> but and I, I agree on that. Like, I, there's, there's certain there's things no I'm just not going to do. Certain, okay. like, for example, when I say certain, like, I'm just not taking out the garbage. Unless I'm mad Thank at you. Him, unless I'm mad at him and I'm trying to show him, like, bitch, I can do this shit without you or whatever. I'm going to take out this fucking garbage. I'm going to put this computer desk by myself together or whatever. But... That's probably one thing, like, I'm just, I'm just not taking out the garbage. Like, he's, he's, he's been gone for three days, and I'm waiting for him to come home to take the garbage out. For it just certain things, I just do think that there is double standards or expectations from each gender. I would, I, I, I think so. I would, there I, would, I would just say women in general, we are the nurturers. That's just how we were brought up. That's how we were raised. A part of nurturing is like helping people so it makes sense for us to be the ones that take on majority of the cleaning take take care of the children because that's just what we are naturally just we do some some women because you know they'll take our words literal child I I wish I wasn't raised like that though like part of me like I wish like okay so I I'm grateful for it but I want to be a thug out here I don't want to be all sentimental and sensitive it's not, it's not to, it, to me, I feel like it's not to sit there and say, and I think in this day and age, I think it has changed a lot because majority of the time, it's not how it was back in the day where literally if you were a, if you were a woman, 
all you had to do was stay at home. I think now, of course, like many said in her situation, I think many situations, a lot of different people's situations where because now women are going to work, we have to change the idea of being a nurturer. So now, it's of course, it's not fair if your woman is sitting there working a full-time job for you as a man to sit there and just be like, okay, well, I work too. And she's like, no, and I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. So of course, when women are now in the workforce, men do have to now be more, they have to take on that nurturing aspect of it too. But when it comes to the overall person that leads the nurturing part of the family, I think that is for a woman and that role should be left for a woman. And then when it comes to being a actual provider and you know, that type of stuff and protector, that role should be left to the man and only, you know, those final decisions should be only left to the man. But of course, as a couple, you have to come together and jump into different parts. Yeah, I feel like everybody has, you know, their role and, you know, who should play what role. Um, I'm not married, you know, whatever. But I do feel like once, like uh, Minnie said, like because she's a woman or maybe just because she is who she is, she's going to get stuff done better than her boyfriend is. I just feel like, you can tell when a, a household is being ran by who in certain aspects, like he can do this and he does this really well and you do this and it doesn't have to be gender roles. It can just be what fits for your relationship. Cause child, y'all be taking stuff. Y'all be killing us in the comments on YouTube. <laughs> Child, they be coming for us. So the men. Oh, yeah, the men especially. The men be bar. So I have a question. What gender role would you, I mean, not gender role, what standard would you want to create? Like, for okay, for me, let me say this. I would like uh, this standard to be to exist. Like, if a man sleep around, we consider them as hoes and do not make them into a husband. Just like how for a woman, if we sleep around and consider us hoes, and now a hoe can be a housewife. So it's like, I want to create that standard for men too. No, nigga, I'm not making you my husband. I'm here for a good time and that's it. Just like how they be doing us, I'm not making a hoe into a housewife like they will say or whatever. So I want to create that standard for men too. Like, nigga, you don't think you're slinging everywhere? I don't want you. Like, so it personally, if, if I'm dating a guy, if I feel like any woman could have you or you're just like a guy that loved the ladies, I don't even want you. Mm. Like, I, everybody could have you. I That's one thing that's just really important for me is selectiveness. Like, I want my man to be, I want to feel like, you know, yeah, I just want you to be selective where, you know, you can't fuck with just anything. You, you have a certain category you want to, you know, mess with. Oh, that's so true because when... <laughs> You look at like bitches like niggas that, like a nigga that you like, right? And you look at bitches they used to fuck with. You be like, I be like, it matters. I be embarrassed. Like, nigga, why? Why are you with me? Like, what you see? Because that's what you like over there. So that is so true, Liz. Like, because I'm gonna judge you by your past. Yeah. Hello. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta think of it. A, a, a standard that I will want to be across the board. Mm. I think. I don't know. I can't, I can't think of one right now. The first thing that just came through my head is like respect, but I don't know if that's like a double, like that should be given regardless. I think a lot of the times we want our men to leave and lead in certain decisions. Um, but I do think this decision-making should be based on both partners. Like let's come to this together. Like just because you're the man and you know, you're the head of the household 
I don't want the final decision to always be, you know, based on what you want. I think it should be something that we both agree on and we're both, you know, comfortable with. Um, I guess one standard that I would want to cross the board would be like the cheating, like the, this idea, <laughs> I just looked at Nikki face, the idea men, that men do what we can't. Hello. And it's like, now it's to the point where as a woman, if you decide to leave, then it's like, damn, like, okay, he cheated on you. You're expected to stay. You're expected to be that ride or die. But God forbid a woman cheats on a man. It's like World War Three. We're superheroes in a lot of, in a lot of things. We're just, we're superheroes. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse. at the same It time. is. Oh, it's a blessing. For real, it it is. Is. Because it's like, like, part of me, I'm grateful for the woman that I am, you know, and my upbringing or whatever. But then it's a curse because just like half the time, like you want to do something, but you automatically think like, okay, I'm not going to do it. Something automatically stop you from doing it. You don't know what it is, but it's just, all honestly, it's just the standard that was placed on women. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's our grace, you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to do this because I don't want to come out. And probably it's not your character, right? It's not your character to do certain things. So it's like, I want to do this. I, I wish I can, you know, step out and do that, whatever it is but I'm not going to do this because probably because it's just not who you are in the inside. As much as we want to be savages, are we right. really savages? But that's because that's how you were raised. Those are the standards that was put and in, put into, you don't even realize it or whatever. You're right. You, you don't realize right. it, but your surroundings, your, you know, your upbringing or whatever, those standards were, were put into you as you were growing up. So now certain things you just can't do, or you can't see yourself doing it. That is true. That is very true. Yeah. Well, let's get into our listener letter. This is where you guys access for advice. You can send us an email at you heard me thus by DA. That's important. The first time at gmail.com. Again, that's you heard me the first time at gmail.com. You can also send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And Twitter. Now let's get into it. Hi, ladies. I'm getting married next summer, and I asked my stepfather to walk me down the aisle when I first got engaged. However, within those two years, me and my biological biological father have built a really good relationship, and I would love for him to walk me down the aisle. He missed so many milestones in my life due to his drug addiction, and I don't want to take this away from him. I told my stepfather they both can walk me down the aisle. However, that is not an option for my stepfather. They had issues in the past due to my father's drug, drug addiction. My, I'm sorry, what should, what should I do? I want to respect my stepfather's wishes and I would love for, for them both to be a part of this moment with me, but I'm lost. Ooh, that's a hard one. That is. I, just thinking off the top of my head, Instead of having them both maybe walk her down the aisle, she could maybe do something where her stepdad walks her down the aisle, but then her dad stands there when it's time to actually give her away so that he mm. has moment that her dad has some type of moment with her, but she still has that one-on-one -on -one moment with her stepdad. So that would be my recommendation. That's a really good idea. Come on, girl. I actually really like that. I don't got that to say after that. 
<laughs> I really like that. And it's and she did say that they had issues um, due to her father's drug addiction. So I don't know if maybe having a conversation and introducing that to both of her fathers and maybe seeing if they're both comfortable with or like you said, come creative um, and just find something that, you know, you guys are both creative, um, comfortable with. And it doesn't mess up your your good day because that would just be, you know. And like, uh, or even another thing too, maybe having it where um, one walks her down the aisle and one gives her her first dance. So there's like different things. Or she could maybe just have two father daughter dances if she if she really wants that moment with her biological father. Um, but I would kind of say to she should kind of like give a little bit more leeway to her her um stepdad because that was the person that literally stepped in when you know when he didn't have to or whatnot and he became such a big father figure in her life so i do think that she should have you know grace with him for that and just try to like uh nikki said come up with you know creative ways to make them both happy those but are I really also, two good ideas i also think the stepfather should have grace with the father the fact that <laughs> The fact that she is trying to build this relationship with her her real dad, he should make her feel comfortable doing so. Like, mm. you know, although he, you know, he did play a big part in her life, but you know, her father is her father is her father. So it's just like give her that opportunity to, you know, to to build that relationship with her father and not feel like she's losing a relationship with with him with her stepfather. So I y'all preaching on this Sunday. This is a good that, that was a really that's really, really good because she can feel like, oh, because I'm getting this relationship, I'm losing another one. Right. And now she feel like she has to choose between the two. And you don't have to. Now you have both. Now you have two dads. That's a blessing. Some people don't have one, and now you have two. So, you know, that communication is key. So have a conversation. Yes. Okay. You see, the, we give good advice. So if you need our advice, <laughs> you okay. can send us an email at you heard me thus by DA. That's important. First time at gmail.com. Again, that's you heard me the first time at gmail.com. Again, send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And to next time, this has been another episode of You Heard Me the First Time podcast. My name is Minnie. I'm Nikki Nicole. And Lizzie. Ow.